Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You know what? You you, you need to play with your strengths. Your strengths are fucking editing and talking. <laughs> do not do the first stuff. You fucking sound like a fucking idiot. How's my Michael Caine? Honestly, it's pretty fucking good. What what's his famous what, what's his famous saying? I'm I feel fucking like I'm doing more like Essex. Oh, yeah, like anyways, Essex. He's um Eastender. Oh, he's Eastender. You got to really get the you got to really get the days in there. Yeah, you have got to get Daisy. <laughs> I always do um when I used to have Leo, I used to sing to him, "Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, Hello my." Baby dog. <laughs> There's this TikTok at the moment going around saying, "Do sing the song that you've made up for your dog." Have you seen it? And everyone no. does their does their song. And I, this is my song for Pete. He's my little monkey, and I love him so. He's my little monkey, and I love him so. He's my little monkey and I love him so He's my little monkey moo <laughs> You know what my song is for you from that? Uh, yeah. There's nothing in my brain <laughs> There's nothing in my brain No, I actually don't have any songs for them I had a song for Stella Who was one of our fosters And mm-hmm. it was Stella, Stella not <laughs> don't, don't you make me laugh, I can't do I just literally took a sip of coffee and I was not expecting that. All right, well, I have go. got to get it right. Okay, go. I won't look at you. Stella, Stella, nonchi, nonchi, nonchi. Stella, Stella, nonchi, nonchi, nonchi. And then we had one for Marty Mar. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, that's a made-up word. Stolat, Stolat is um, <sighs> the Polish congratulations song or happy oh, birthday or, you okay, know. Right. And um, because her name was Stella, I just went with it. And we had, um, remember, I don't know if you ever met Marty Marr. She was part dingo. No. And I made one up for her that went, Marty, 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 but Sissy, why have I not got one for Sissy? I've got to come up with one. Sissy, I'm, I'm sure. Come up with a song for you. Anyway, we should probably start and say that this is the Chicks Rue podcast if you've just joined us. We tell <laughs> stories. I don't know we what you're listening to. It's not the dog, about not the dogs. dog podcast. Yes. And we no. talk about chicks in history and dogs. We do. Pretty much that's it. Um, and thank you so much for last week's dedication. It was really, really beautiful and it was just lovely to hear it like that. Thank you so much. And You're welcome. Um, and thank you to absolutely everyone that has sent me messages. My goodness. Thank you so, so much. I read every, every single one. Sometimes it's really hard to reply because it just it reopens wounds and it's exhausting. Yeah. Um, but I'm reading each and every one of them and they're taking them straight to my heart and I really, really appreciate it. 
Thank you. Oh, we love you. Did you see Wolfgang 2242? Oh, he lost his rooster hen turkey. Tofu and Kitty died this morning. Oh, no. You know Kitty? Kitty, Kitty, bang, bang. She's the big floof. Yeah, I do. He takes her on holidays. He ma- it makes me so sad reading his posts. Like I, I get so why. sad. I get so sad as well. But for some reason his writing is so beautiful and it just, he he breaks and keeps, just keeps the way he speaks about them and then he mm-hmm. keeps on looking after the other ones that are there with their tongues hanging out the side of their mouths and he puts those nappies on and he gives them those fucking medications. I and know, I know. Puts and he them in a wagon them. and takes yeah. them up the road and <laughs> puts a note on the fence to tell the whole neighbour that Tofu's passed away and oh, he I know. feels for everyone that feels it. Yeah, oh, Steve, he does. you are and he a knows special them. human. Yeah. And you know what the latest uh, one that – this is why you've got to read. You've got to read his words every post. Like the pictures of just they get your heart, but the, it's his words that get me. But there was this one that's really recent and it was his newest Hedwig who had an eyeball falling out of her head, oh. who had been in a cage her entire life being bred and was most of them are being disused, like thrown away and yeah, that's when yeah. he gets them. And and the other one, um, one of the newer ones, anyway, they were both on his lap and he just said, they know, they know. That's all he said, they know Ooh. when they're rescued. And just the way oh. he lights that fucking fire and he has this amazing house and he he lets them live like kings and queens. Yeah, <gasps> yeah, I know. Oh, to come back as one of, I mean, but God, what you have to have gone through to get there. I know. I know. He's an incredible human. Yeah, he really is. Anywho, keeping yeah. it up, keeping it light. Uh, keeping going into World War Three—that's exciting. That's isn't good. It? <laughs> I just woke up this morning to those horrific scenes. It's just—I haven't seen anything this morning. Scared, so scary. Those poor people. Those yeah, the Ukrainians. Oh my god! You know, and now because we just have so much access to war, mm. you know, like we—it would have been. You know, back in the day, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have seen all this stuff. But because yeah, of the right. the world we live in today, we in, we see so much more of what's happening instantaneously. In, yeah, real time. Real time. Yeah, and yeah, it's unbelievable. Frightening. People with their babies standing out front of their buildings, holding signs that say, "Please don't bomb us." Yeah. Please, please stop this. Like, yeah, and elderly people sitting in parks, you know, looking yeah. at their buildings that have gone and they've yeah. got a blanket on. Yeah, it, it's and it is absolutely preventable and it's amazing how um, I was reading about what Putin said and he is, I think, he's lost his mind. Like if he, if he I guess, had a mind that was normal, it's gone. This is just a little explainer, a really short summary, which I found really good for anyone who wants to know why, what's mm-hmm. going on and why is it going on. Yeah, good. Um, so Russian's president, Vladimir Putin, has announced a special military operation in Ukraine. Um, 
Here is what Putin has said about his reasoning and how Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and world leaders have responded. Putin said yesterday his aim is to defend people who for eight years are suffering persecution and genocide by the Kiev regime. Putin's claims that the Ukrainian government was committed has committed genocide, which is race-based killing, was made without evidence. Putin also said he aimed for the demilitarization and denazification of Ukraine. It is unclear why Putin made this reference to Nazis. Ukrainian President Zelensky is Jewish and his grandfather fought against the Nazis during World War II. He's lost his mind. He's lost his mind. Earlier in the week, Putin, he, he's like Trump. He just makes shit up. Yeah, God. Earlier in the week, Putin claimed Ukraine was entirely created by Russia and that it never had a tradition of genuine statehood. Putin has previously described the fall of communism and the end of the Soviet Union as a tragedy. Ukraine is one of the several countries in the Eastern Europe that was part of the Soviet Union before it collapsed in the 90s. So Putin opposes the expansion of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, which is NATO, Mm -hmm. which is a Western military alliance. So when the Soviet Union collapsed, there was 16 countries in NATO and there are now 30, including several in Eastern Europe. Putin claims that the West promised in the 90s that NATO would not move an inch towards Russia. Western governments deny this promise that it was ever made. They said they've never said that. However, Putin says the West cheated Russia. This is all this week he's saying this. Ukraine wants to join NATO and was promised in 2008 that it would eventually be given the opportunity to join. In 2014, Russia invaded and annexed Crimea. Remember the Crimean War? War, yeah. In part because Putin opposed Ukraine joining joining NATO. This week... Putin said the Ukraine that Ukraine would be used as a springboard to attack Russia if it was allowed to join, adding Russia was NATO's enemy. The US has rejected that suggestion that Russia is its enemy. We're not targeting the people of Russia. This is what Biden has said. Yeah. We do not seek to destabilize Russia. Speaking today before Putin's announcement, the uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine said um, to the Russian people, you are told we hate Russian culture. How can one hate a culture? Neighbours always enrich each other. This is what he's just saying. We are different, but this is not a reason to be enemies. Shortly after that, Putin announced we are ready for everything. Oh so God. he and Prime Minister Boris Johnson has come out and said that Putin was acting without a shred of justification for absurd and even mystical reasons. Australian Foreign Minister Maurice Payne, not our Prime Minister, mind you, mm. Prime Minister hasn't done fuck all, has mm, said she's not said, across it yet. Yeah, no, she's not saying. Imagine if it was you that was Russian, I mean Ukrainian. Yeah. So our our foreign minister has said this the, that his words are pure propaganda and disinformation. Wow. So How frightening. And they are putting sanctions in place, which will cripple, hobble. They will hobble 
the economy of economy. Russia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that a sanction is through the allies. So it would be, you know, us, the UK, UK the US, yeah, yeah. and anyone else, I guess maybe it's the NATO people, NATO people, NATO countries that yeah. will now be not getting any more vodka. You know, we are living in a time now with nuclear weapons and yeah. um, those nuclear weapons, especially in Russia, are extremely advanced and they are pointed at countries like us. Far out, far out. This is the kind of shit that kept me awake at night as a child and a teenager. I used to think World War Three. Remember, we were had the threat in the eighties of nuclear war happening. Mm-hmm. Every TV show had a little thing about it. And yeah. stop warring. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's another fucking man thing. It's an ego and it's a man thing. And I don't care what anyone says. Mm. It is a man power thing. Yeah. And it's so childish. It's like it is. when you were just so saying immature. that story, I was like, it's like you've got, you know, a group of friends on the playground and, yeah. you know, one of those friends wants to go and spend a bit of time with, you know, another culture, like another group. And then the leader of the, that, the other, you know, the original friend group is like if you if you go and hang out with them I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna fucking deck you yeah yeah because you can't be friends with them and and us at the same time you can't be you can't be and why would you want to be when those people have three nipples yeah and also yeah you you like Nazis yeah and I don't care if you're Jewish yeah yeah I don't even care you're probably not even Jewish. Like I'm just going to make shit up. Yeah. And that 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 is exactly what men with power sound mm. like and clearly what they sound like. I, we just quoted these men in power. Yeah. And it's like, oh, guys, just all get together, flop your fucking dicks out <laughs> and just measure them finally. Yeah. Because that's all you want to do. Totally. That's so true. <laughs> It's so true. Oh, God, the image of that, the image I just had in my head of like. I'd rather that, though. I really would rather that than than what, you know, the innocent people being. Very right. What do you call them? Um, You know, collateral damage. I cannot believe. I cannot believe you just said that. Why? Because I want to talk to you today about a book. And guess what the book's called? Collateral Damage. Yeah, I, I listened to the um, one of the latest episodes of Australian True Crime, mm-hmm. um, which is you know one of my fave podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, they interview this woman called Robin Robin Bowles, and she's written this book called Collateral Damage about <clears throat> people who have kind of just suffered mm. just because of weird events that have happened where they've gotten mixed up in a crime, yeah, for, and it's not. They've really got nothing to kind of do They've with it. They've got the crosswires wrong place, wrong, yeah. yeah, wrong time. And I went down this massive rabbit hole for this poor guy and I'm, I'll tell you the story just briefly but listen to the episode. Basically it's this guy who's sitting on his couch watching TV in far north Queensland and it's the, there's a big footy game on and down the road he can hear this party going on and he's fallen asleep on his couch. He gets a knock on the door. This woman is in distress clearly. He can see she's in a bad way and she's knocks on the door saying help me help me help me anyway he gets lets her come inside he calls the police and Mm. he's also called the ambulance and said you need to come um anyway he 
then goes they go into the kitchen and they hide and then all of a sudden like there's two guys that come and start knocking on all the doors and all the windows trying to break into the house not police to get her no no just the guys from the party and he can clearly see they're they're hammered and angry you know and he's like oh my god so he calls the police again and um calls the ambulance and the, the police says the ambulance have been instructed not to come if there's an incident they have to wait until the police get there yeah yeah so they they can get attacked yeah yeah so they've so the ambulance are waiting like a block away and he has called the police and there's one guy on in this country town where they are and he's like well I can't leave because I've got to go to the jailhouse yeah and this guy's pleading, going, there are guys outside, they're coming in, they're going to get us, we are going to die. Oh, my God. Anyway, frightening. the guys come back. Now there's four guys oh and they God. come in, they take the screen doors off the rails. <gasps> yeah. Come inside. Anyway, he, the guy, all he's got is um, he finds that he's a, there's a knife on the bench and he just starts swinging the knife. And just <gasps> defending himself, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, what within, else would you do? Yeah, ten minutes later, two guys are dead. Oh shit! He is like, he's okay. She's okay. Yeah. And the other two guys have fled. The police come in. He gets arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this poor fucking guy. And you should see him. He's tiny. He's a little, oh, little man. Jockey. He's like a jockey. Yeah. Um, he does this walkthrough with the police, which you can watch on YouTube. It's fascinating. But this poor, you can tell how scared he is. Shaken. You know? He's yeah, doing the walkthrough. Petrified. He's like, I don't know what hand it was. I don't know where I stabbed. Oh, I just God. thought I'm going to die. We are going to die here, yeah. and I needed to to protect her. Anyway, he all went to court and whatever. And obviously, you know, when she, when the girl was a witness and blah blah blah, but. And there's a bit more to the story, which I won't kind of go into, but okay. oh my God, it's such an amazing yeah. story. And they talk, you know, this woman talks about all the like what ifs, like if the ambulance were there, because the guys that come think that she's in danger. Um, so they're trying to protect yeah. her from the guy oh. inside. All they know is there's a guy that won't oh. let out this girl from the house. So there's oh, this massive. Shit. Misunderstanding. Misunderstanding. And she's like, if the ambulance were out the front, then those guys might have thought, oh, she's she's safe, she's getting help because why would the ambulance be there? But because the ambulance had to stay away and, oh, my God, it's such a – and this woman's like, yeah, it's famously what they call a clusterfuck. Yeah. And, um, Shit. No one, yeah. under, no one knows what's going on. No one knows what the fuck is going on. Oh, and in the end, two men, you know, dead. one guy, father of three, oh. just blokes who were just out and, you know, look, and there's a bit more to it. So, yeah. so yeah. you kind of go, oh, what were they really thinking she was in trouble or were they trying to cover up something that they'd yeah, done previously right. so they gotcha. better get her. So, yeah, that podcast is amazing. Michelle Laurie and Emily Webb, oh, they do such a good job. And some of the interviews that they have to do, mm. you know, when they mm. talk to victims and they talk yeah. to. Well, we met them that time. I mean, we had Michelle yeah. on the show, but um, we met Emily as well and you were really fangirling. And yes. we there was one of the victims was there and one of the um, police. detectives yeah. police mm-hmm. was there as well and that was. Really weird, wasn't it? Like it was yeah. um, 
because, you know, I think you explained to me what had happened to that woman and yeah. just being next to someone who'd been through such a heinous crime. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I mean, the, I didn't know the story. Imagine knowing the whole story and then interviewing them and, try, you know, you've got to have the sensitivity and oh, you've got, just, but you've got to get the story out. And, I mean, that's some epic shit that their energies that, you know, mm-hmm. they're taking on and um, listening yep. to and breathing in. Like mm-hmm. I, ho- mm-hmm. I hope they got a lot of sage. That's all yeah, I can say. true. When my dog was dying, um, Michelle is such a beautiful human. She's a Buddhist and she was sending me beautiful messages, talking me kind of through it because yeah. it was just before Bev got her eye removed. She sent me beautiful Buddhist chants that she said oh. they're called um, medicine puja, which is helping an animal pass on because the Buddhists respect animals so much. And it, she oh, kept saying, beautiful. Evie, this is an honour for you. It's a blessing. Please stay with her. Watch her as she moves and watch watch her as she connects to the chance you'll see it I promise you and I did it was quite amazing it was really amazing and she offered to bring a monk over for me and she said just let me know I can bring them over they're asleep right now but I can text them and we can bring them over and I was like you are just so kind and she said oh it's my honor it's my absolute honor like she's I want to be a Buddhist now if you are loving this podcast why don't you rate and review us? That's it. Also follow us now. I think it's called follow. It's not subscribe yeah. anymore. There's a little plus button. Just yeah. push it. Follow us and you'll get a little tick and we'll be like, there you go, followed. Yeah, Boom. give us Done. five stars. Also, you can follow us on Instagram. We're at chickstory underscore podcast. And we're also now on TikTok because that's what all the cool kids are doing. Yeah. At chickstory podcast. Bougie. Ratchet. <laughs> Um, have you been listening, watching, reading? Yeah, I'm so into Anything? the Gilded Age. Oh, I just yep. love it so much and I'm, I'm up to date and I just wish there were so many episodes that I could watch. Okay. And But it's got me, it's got me, you know, researching myself um, mm-hmm. around the Gilded Age, the real Gilded Age and my um, chicken history next week is going to be a fucking great one, like a really awesome. great one. Who's your chick in the now today? Oh, today is a lovely, lovely woman. Her name's Demi Lynch mm-hmm. and she's be, she's become quite um, a sweet friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, I've been following her for a long time on Instagram. I didn't even know she was Australian. Um, she runs the Nasty Women Club profile. Yes, I love that profile. It's a great profile. She's a very smart woman and she does a great podcast mm-hmm. um and she is just she's just great she points the shit out she knows what's going on um she recommends things she posts constantly about violence against women um she posts about uh, weight stigma she posts posts about um indigenous affairs um she's 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 absolutely beautiful. I love her so much. Her name's um, Demi Mm -hmm. and she lost her dog this week and when Bev was sick, she was sending me beautiful messages and told me that her dog was sick as well and she was really worried and that she's come good. 
Um, And then I lost Bev and she sent me voice messages and she was just a beautiful, beautiful woman. And then her Dulcie um, or Dolce, I think it's Dolce, like as in Dolce Gabbana. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, She calls her Dolly and she passed. Oh, really sweet. quickly. So um, I just want to send a shout out to her. And, um, you know, she can't do yeah. her podcast this week either, but she is worth a follow, the Nasty Woman Club. Um, she's got chutzpah like this woman, yeah. human. She She's really strong. She's a strong woman. And just like Amazing. all of us, she is in a lot of pain right now and missing her baby dreadfully so um big love big big love love to to her her. yeah 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 but she's a great follow you will get a lot out of her speaking of strong women Mm -hmm. oh have i got a story for you oh here we go here we go we've had to turn our video hang on hello 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 We've had to turn our video off, which is which kind of sucks because I want to see your face when I tell you this story. Um, oh. But that's okay. We can. I can imagine. I can imagine it. Uh, so um, today I'm going to tell you all about uh, one of the most important police whistleblowers mm. in New South Wales policing history. Mm. A woman by the name of Sally Ann Huckstep. I did a lot of research on this because she is such a amazing, strong, fearless, incredible woman who is just now, you know, 40 years later, mm. getting the recognition she deserves mm. for what she did, single-handedly what she did. Uh, so Sally Ann was born in 1954 into a middle-class Jewish family in Sydney's eastern suburbs. So at 17, she left school. She married a guy um, called Brian Huckstep um, who, I mean, he just sounds amazing, not. She, okay. he, he ends up trafficking her into prostitution oh, what? to help support his heroin addiction and she ends up developing her own heroin addiction shortly after. Mm. So in 1981, she meets a guy called Warren Lanfranchi. Um, he's a heroin dealer in Sydney and he's mm. known as a bit of a standover man and he's working alongside the infamous Nettie Smith. So for oh, anyone yeah. who knows, you know, Australian True Crime, you would know Nettie Smith and, you know, kind of who who that sort of group of people were, right? Not yet, not pretty in the eighties um, in Sydney. Was that like the, Roger Rogerson and all that? Oh, kind you of... wait for it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I love all this kind of stuff yeah. because you know we were growing up in this time. Yeah, in yeah, Sydney. yeah, absolutely. And this is all happening around us. Yeah, no idea. Exactly right. Eighty one. I was in first grade. Um, Eighty one. No. Yeah. Malcolm Fraser was the Prime Minister. Uh, I'll tell you some other little interesting facts about 1981 uh, in Australia. The funnel web anti-vene is developed and is used for the first time. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. I remember Um, because funnel webs, I remember funnel web spiders. We were just frightened so much of them. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Victoria decriminalises homosexual acts between consenting adults. Fucking hell. Yeah. Puberty Blues is released. Oh, yeah. Good Morning <laughs> Australia premieres on Network 10. 
Good oh. morning, Bert. Good morning, Australia. With Bert Newton? Oh, let's say yes. Yeah, let's probably. say. And a country practice debuts. Oh, bloody great. Bloody so great, That Molly. is just such a that, – that time has a certain smell, taste. I, yeah, and can I just say my vibe. cousin was the animal handler on country practice. Oh, that's he used to He used to run um, – that Feather wild Featherdale, yeah, yeah, and well, he didn't run it, but yeah, yeah, I know, I know, and he so Percy and Jules the snake and Fatso the wombat, they were all his. Fatso the wombat was real name was Balls, just a Balls. Little, little tidbit for you all. So Warren, Warren and uh, Sally Ann, they're you know they're in a relationship. Old mate Warren gets himself into a bit of strife. He allegedly shoots at a police officer, so. <laughs> You sounded so Australian when you just said that. Uh, so anyway, he goes to to his mate Nettie and he says, "Look, can we? We need to sort out a deal. We need to pay off the police because I don't want to go to jail. Um, I know that you've done it before. Can we go to pay off the most famous policeman of the time, Roger Rogerson, mm. so he can escape being charged? So, so what happens is Nettie apparently this is this is kind of how it went down. Nettie goes to to Rogerson and says, "Look, Lan Franchi wants wants to pay you off. Can we meet? He's got um, ten thousand dollars. Can we can we set up the meeting? You know, he's going to be there." Roger Rogerson is like, "Yep, great idea. Tell him to come. Be at this street at this time. Make sure he's unarmed, and tell him to have the money in cash, and I'll meet him." We'll do the deal. All good. Okay. Roger Rogerson turns up to yeah. the meeting with eighteen police officers. Oh God! And tells the police officers that he's actually there to be arrested on suspicion of five bank robberies. Oh my God! Lamfranchi gets out of the car, thinking he's just going to do the deal. He's unarmed. Rogerson shoots him yeah. in broad daylight. Claim self-defence. Oh, I remember all of this. Yeah, and the matter goes to the Supreme Court. Um, no actions taken against Rogerson. Yep. He's yep. exonerated and he's actually awarded a medal for bravery. For bravery. <laughs> what a cunt. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <sighs> so that all happens and he thinks he's gotten away with it. He's like, mm-hmm. cool. He doesn't realise, he doesn't, uh, yeah, he doesn't realise that Warren had been telling Sally Ann everything that yeah. was happening. So Sally Ann was like, hang on a fucking minute, mm. not on my watch. So in July of 1981, mm. she goes down to the New South Wales Police Headquarters in College Street in Darlinghurst. She's with her dad and she also has a legal aid solicitor. Yep. They meet with Detective Inspector Ralph and Detective Wreath of New South Wales Police Internal Affairs Branch and she makes a statement and she says, I will tell you everything. I have the following criminal record. She sort of lists off all her things, basically kind of saying, look, you know, I'm not I'm not saying I'm perfect. And then she says, while operating as a prostitute, I made regular payments to members of the Vice Squad over 10 years. I have been involved in a number of transactions which I referred to in my statement, which have involved substantial payment to members of the Drug Squad and other detectives relating to drug matters. I believe that the New South Wales Drug Squad and the Armed Hold Up Squad are both totally corrupt and they feed on the very activities which they are supposed to stop. Mm-hmm. So her statement eventually leads to the Independent Commission Against Corruption. Yeah. 
Right, good. And the Wood Royal Commission. So so after her statement, she's like, what else can I do? Bloody yeah. chick is a fucking I'm on, amazing. I'm on a roll. She's on a roll. But guess where, guess <laughs> in the 80s, guess where you go to get your to get your story out there? 60 Minutes. Yeah. She goes to Ray, Ray Martin. She goes to Ray. She goes to bloody Ray, sits down with Ray, right? Yep. She's 25 at the time. Wow. And she goes on national television to do an interview with Ray Martin. A, an explosive. It's a tell-all explosive, explosive yep. interview. Yeah. Um, and it's huge because at the time she's admitting on national TV she's a drug addict. She's clearly affected by drugs in the interview. Yeah. Um, that she's a prostitute. Yeah. And that she's paid off the police several times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And oh, um, just... a lot oh. of people watching it. Mm. Basically, when they saw it, like if you interview people who were around that time and sort of involved in the legal mm. system, said she's not going to live very long. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a bit of audio I'm going to play you. <gasps> I know. Please. Hang this on, is so me. exciting. I love this. I've been paying the police for 10 years. Um, what, as a prostitute? As a prostitute. My ex-husband was a criminal. I paid the police many times for him. I would have been quite happy to go on paying the police because it's a way of life and it's the way you survive. But when the police become judge, jury and executioner, then somebody has to speak. Somebody has to come forward. Somebody has to start somewhere and stop it. Everybody, no matter who they are, heroin dealers, murderers, thieves, everybody is entitled to justice. She's eloquent. She is, and that is why she was really believed mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. Even though I was going to say, did she just get judged for being a prostitute and a heroin addict? 100%. And- people were like, oh, she's just, you know, you even. Yeah. Can't believe you know, a word she says. She's a she's a junkie. They all lie. Exactly. But she just was mm. so convincing. And the fact also that she was coming out admitting these awful things about herself on national mm. television, saying, "Yeah, mm. I'm a prostitute. Mm. Yeah, I'm a drug addict. Yeah, I've paid the but police. But I'm still I'm a human. Like, yeah. She's not making this still, shit up, right? Uh, I still deserve justice. Exactly. Exactly. Still deserve to be treated like a human. Hmm. So it goes a long way to say just how um, you know anyone, anyone thieves, um, drug addicts, like all these people, they don't do this shit. They don't wake up one day and go, "I'm going to just have the worst life ever," because that's what I want to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I want. I want to get into the most trouble I can get into. Yeah. Yeah. I want to live a life of fear. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There's a I there's mean, an the, underlying. No one, no one ever. Everyone that ends up in these lives have been somehow forced to make those choices. Yeah. So within hours of appearing on television, uh, Sally goes into hiding yeah. because she's basically she's a wanted woman. Um, oh yeah. In five years' time, she'll be found by a man walking his dog. 
in oh. one of the lakes in Sydney's Centennial Park. Oh, wow. So Five years later. Mm-hmm. So on the night of the 6th, um, 6th of February 1986, she receives a phone call and she rushes out of her apartment telling a flatmate that she'll be back soon, but she never returns. Okay. Her murder resulted in one of the longest-running inquests in Australian history and her mm-hmm. murder still remains unsolved. Oh, really? It is alleged in the inquest, though, that she had gone to meet an unknown drug dealer to obtain a fresh supply of heroin in a remote area of the park where she was then strangled and drowned. The time of her death, she was clearly a thorn in Roger Rogerson's side, side. Yep. who was seen um, as a star in the New South Wales Police Force and was considered a potential future police commissioner. Mm-hmm. She was actually, uh, at the time in 1986, Sally Ann was dating a federal officer who oh. testified in the inquest that yeah. she feared for her life on the daily and that um, she was told by Nettie Smith uh, mm. that Roger Rogerson wanted her gone. Mm. The coroner found that the evidence was insufficient to recommend charges and made a finding that Huckstep had been murdered by a person or persons unknown. Uh, Nettie Smith was later secretly recorded confessing to a cellmate at Long Bay uh, Jail, saying Mm. that he basically had been um, put up to it by Rogerson. Oh, right, okay, fuck. Two months later, Rogerson was sacked from the police for misconduct, but he denies any role in her death. In a TV statement, he says, and I quote, I was shocked when I learnt that Sally Ann Huckstep had been murdered here in Centennial Park. I think it was because she was an attractive, good-looking little bird and that she got a lot of sympathy from people, including members of the media and the public, but she really was just a typical common prostitute. Oh, my God. Fucking disgusting. Yeah. She survived by a daughter, Sasha Huckstep. Okay. She was born in 1973 and she's actually an actress and a casting agent. But you you would recognise her face if you Googled her, Sasha Huckstep. The best part of this, well, not Mm. the best part of it, it's not really any good parts but um there's a feature mm. film being made by <gasps> nash yeah. edgerton oh that'll be good you know i love nash edgerton we love nash edgerton and amazing isn't that amazing so he, he's recently made mr in between which is yes, i think one of the best love. shows australia's yeah. ever made and everything nash does is amazing it is. we went down a, a rabbit hole of his chop fest stuff didn't we when we were away he's yeah god just brilliant just, he's yeah. brilliant Great. So so that'll be amazing. Um, decades later, Rogerson um, finally uh, finds himself in a situation that he can't get out of. He and Glenn McNamara uh, are later found guilty of murdering a 20-year-old university student named Jamie Gow, mm-hmm. and they basically finally got him. He, he fucks up. He, um, they, they, it's so obvious. Three people go into this storage unit, only two people come out, and there's something in a big surfboard bag that's filmed on CCTV. So he's basically, he's spending his life in jail. The only way he's going to leave jail is horizontal Mm. and just an absolutely Mm. extraordinary, brave, amazing woman who spoke out and, you know, the cost ultimately was her life. Yeah, and she knew that. She knew that. 
she and the interview, like you can go and watch. Um, I would recommend you watch the under investigation um, okay. special, the sixty minutes. You know, Liz Hayes is doing that new under investigation. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I love that show. Yeah, so they do a whole episode on her and a bit of you know Roger Rogerson, but um, and you see a lot more of the interview. And she basically says, you know, I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing this for everyone who has, you know. Fallen under the spell of the corrupt police force police, yeah, in New South so Wales. Much so much of it. Um, interestingly enough, another two women also are found um, dead after speaking out about police mm. corruption. Shirley Margaret Briffman mm-hmm. uh, was found dead in 1972. Um, she was 36, so suspicious circumstances after um, being a whistleblower on police cor- corruption. And Shirley June Finn uh, was also found dressed in an elaborate ball gown and expensive jewellery, shot dead in a park. Mm. So, um, and that was in this, in Western Australia, sorry. And that was mm. also after she'd um, spoken out about uh, police corruption. So, and I'm sure there's many, many more. And so many people who haven't spoken out because of those people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was rife, police corruption, for a very, very long time. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't surprise me, fucking colonials. So that's the story of Sally Ann Huckstep. I hope she's resting in peace. And so do I. I hope she knows she did the right thing and she paid the ultimate price for it. But she's a hero. She's an absolute hero and it led to, you know, the, um, inc- yeah, the, the inc- yeah. what are they called, police commission? Into corruption. Into so, corruption. Yeah, she's, she's a big name and a name we should all know. So here's to Sally Ann. Here's to Sally Ann. Legend. Yeah, thanks for listening again. We will be back next week in holes. I will be back. Evie apparently has a good one. Got a good one. Got a good one. She's got a good one. You don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss it. We'll talk to you then. Okay. Bye. Bye.